Welcome to another inspiring podcast from C3 New Hope. For more information about our church and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au. You got your Bibles here this morning. Why don't you turn to Psalm 27? Psalm 27. I'm reading from the New Living Translation here today. True story, and this is completely off topic. I had a dream that someone stole my Bible this week. And I went to my bag this morning, and my Bible was not in my bag. And I thought, who the, who's that little thief around? And I actually sent Ivy around. She came early this, morning, early this morning. I said, Ivy, can you just go and look around the church to see if I've left it anywhere? Couldn't find it. And she went to one space upstairs where my office used to be. And my bubble's there. So I apologize if I claimed any one of you have been thieves in the house. It's not true at all. <laughs> in, the New Kings, in the New King James Version, this scripture starts off with saying, a declaration of exuberant faith. And this is the Psalm of David. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. You're going to read right now is that David actually starts off this psalm by declaring a few things. And some of us here today will be doing themselves well by declaring the word of God upon their life, declaring the promises of God upon their life, declaring the goodness of God and his living word upon their life. And David, I want to encourage you here this morning that the Lord is my light and my salvation. He's our light and our salvation. And then he follows this declaration up with more of a, it's a question, but it's more of a statement. And he says, so why should I be afraid? Again, our world is gripped by fear. You flick on the news for five seconds. In fact, actually this week, we were on holidays. We didn't have some of the normal programs that we watched. We didn't bring our Netflix and all that kind of stuff. And so we actually flicked on uh, Sunrise this morning. Not this morning, but during the week. We had to turn it off. It was just full of rubbish and and just bitterness and scare tactics and fear all the time. But it says, so why should we be afraid? Church, there is command after command after command. Do not be afraid. Why? Because I am with you, says the Lord. Because I am with you, says the Lord. David here is declaring something. When you declare something, it comes from a substance of conviction. And it often comes from a substance of experience. And David here is declaring the faithfulness and the goodness of God. He's declaring my light and my salvation. It goes on to say, The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? During worship this morning, as I peeked through the ginormous youth that we have in front of us, why is everyone six foot three? I'm not too sure. There's something in the water. I just felt like the enemy has had his way with a few of you here today. The enemy is like he's put a line in the sands and he's almost threatened some of you and says, do not cross over. I want to stir up the faith today, saying it's time to cross over. That the oppression, the words, the attempts of the enemy, he's trying to put a big old fat line in the sands And he's threatened you by saying, do not cross over. This is my territory. 
I'm telling you right now, the Lord is with you. You should not fear. You should not tremble. It's time to cross that line. It's time to take new ground. We sang a song this morning about taking ground. The Lord is for us. And I encourage us here today, let's not tremble. Verse 2, when evil people come to devour me, has anyone got any evil people trying to devour them? <laughs> Don't look at your spouse right now. I'm just a... <laughs> got to understand David's story right now. He was literally under threat of being devoured. Life and death kind of stuff. So when he writes these words, not just cute little phrases in a psalm, he's speaking from a place of literally having to run for his life. Some of you here today might not be in a place where you're literally running for your physical life, but emotionally, you might be running. You might be fighting. Spiritually here today, you might be scraping on hands and knees. It says, when the evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and they will fall. Though my mighty army surrounds me, my heart, I love this, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I'm attacked, I will remain confident. I will remain confident. And then David, he takes a bit of a, a change of language right now. He goes from a place of declarations and he poses his thoughts as the one thing. Everyone say one thing. I want to share this morning just very briefly on the one thing. The one thing that I ask of the Lord. <laughs> Ivan and I, we watched Aladdin the other day. And who loves Aladdin? A whole new world. He's got his genie. Did, did genie have a friend? Was his name just genie? Was his name genie? Just, the, just genie, all right. That's got nothing to do with this right now. Aladdin stumbled across his genie. He could ask for one thing. Well, he has to ask for three things. He could ask for anything in the world. I wonder, and take your spiritual hats off for a second, if you could ask the Lord for one thing right now, what would it be? What would it be? <laughs> you see, David here, he comes to a place where he says, the one thing that I ask of the Lord the thing that I seek most, the thing that I put in first place, the thing that I seek more than anything else, the thing that is the gold medal request in my life is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To live in the days of the Lord for all my life. You know, here, David's not necessarily just talking about a physical building. You've got to remember during these times in the sanctuary, in the temple, was where the presence of God was found. And so when he's sharing about this idea of living in his house, he's actually referring to this idea of living in the presence of God more than anything else. I love that our young people are experiencing the presence of God. I love that it's so countercultural to what they're experiencing in the world today. Our world needs the presence of God more than anything else, more than a good program, more than a good initiative. They need a touch and a revelation of God more than anything else. And guess what? We are carriers of it. You and me, we are carriers of it. We've been called to be the light of the world. 
to shine bright. But we've got to set ourselves on fire. Again, Mel, she said, the young people are on fire. I'm praying that the, the whole church will be set on fire. Hallelujah. That we can indeed be the light of the world. The one thing I ask, the thing I seek most is to live. In other translations, it says this word to dwell. To hang out. To abide. To not rush on. You see, I think too many of us have a, a hotel versus home kind of mentality. The hotel mentality is we check in, we check out. I'm praying for our faith to be aligned at the home. Where our foundations are built, where families are established, where rooms are found, where peace is there, where, where safety and security, where opportunities for us to build our lives in. And the same word dwell that's mentioned here, the Hebrew word, is a word called yeshab. Everyone say yeshab. Yeshab is the word for dwell in this place. And it literally means to abide. And I wonder if this is where Jesus in John 15, he was actually sharing about this thought when he says in verse 9, don't worry, you don't have the verses there. He says in verse 9, now that you've seen and experienced my life, I want you to abide in me. To remain in me. Our human nature is so fickled. Here, there, and everywhere, all the time. Scatterbrains. I wonder here today, in the presence of God, He's calling us to remain, to abide, to be surrendered, to acknowledge Him, to exalt Him to declare him above everything else. And then he says, in this moment, I'll delight in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. This word temple is actually the physical temple. He says, I'm going to come to the house of God. I'm going to be a part of the gathering. I'm going to lift up the name of Jesus with my fellow brothers and sisters. Verse 5. So as he does that, this is what the Lord says, for he will conceal me where there is so conceal me when their troubles come. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. I love that picture. Who's short here? Can't quite get to the top of the... It's like the Lord position you in a place where you're declaring, devil, I'm, I'm out of bounds. I'm off limits. You may have had your way before, but I am being pushed back into a safe place right now. And I am on a rock, on a strong foundation, and he will be my protector. Then I, everyone say, I. There's a personal responsibility with your faith. The Lord plays his part, but we've got to play our part too. Notice he doesn't say the Lord will. He says, I will hold my head up high. Some of you need to physically, spiritually, emotionally Raise up your head this morning. Lift up your eyes. Be reminded of his splendor. Then I will hold my head above the enemies who surround me at his sanctuary. And this is what we're going to do right now. Actually, why don't we stand to our feet? Band, why don't you come back here? At his sanctuary, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy. With sacrifices. What's a sacrifice? A sacrifice is something that costs us something. 
It's not a freebie. It's something of worth that we offer our great God. And this morning here in this place, we're going to echo these thoughts that more than anything else, we want to dwell in his presence. We want to be found in his presence here today. Because here's the thing, David could have asked for anything. He could have asked for anything. He could have asked for greater kingdoms. He could have asked for greater armies. He could have asked for more money, more people, more things. But above every single thing else, he says, I want to be able to experience God's presence. I want to encounter him today. I want to draw close to him today. And I'm praying from the front right to the back, from my left to my right, that every single person may echo these thoughts here today, that we will be hungry for the presence of God again. We're hungry for a touch of God here today. That today, here in this place, we can encounter the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords above every other name. And it says here that I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing with pr- and praising the Lord with music. Singing and praising the Lord with music. I saw a quote this week. William Booth said, I'm not just waiting for a move of God. I am a move of God. Because <laughs> he understands with Christ in him, with his spirit in him, he can be the fire that sets off amongst everyone else. We're believing for God to do what only He can do. But church, let's not just be reliant. Let's make sure that we are pressing in, that we are taking responsibility for our own faith, and that we are hungry for Him. We want revival in this place. I can tell you some things. We've got to consecrate ourselves. Before Moses would go, I know I invited you guys up. Just hold on a second. Before Moses would go up the mountain, what would he do? He would go and consecrate himself. He would approach the mountain in reverence. For God Almighty, he'd be willing and wanting to receive from God. But more than anything else, I think he was hungry for God, hungry to encounter him. hope you've been encouraged by this message. For more information about C3 New Hope and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au.